Welcome back, everybody, to the Fourth Liners Podcast. Podcast. What did I just say? Podcast. Podcast. Sure. Podcast. With J- a podcast. Whatever. You podcast. Want. Yeah. 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 I'm here with Jake. Um. You know, it's been it's been an eventful eventful couple of weeks in the NHL. Uh, but but I think I think we got to get started off here with the passing of uh, George Salming. Um, you know, we talked about him in our last episode with what an amazing ovation he had, and we talked a little bit about ALS. And it just goes to show how sudden and quick ALS can be with his passing just a couple weeks after he had that mm-hmm. huge ovation. And, you know, I, I don't know if maybe they knew it was coming and that's why they, they did it when they did. Uh, but, you know, that's that's ALS. And honestly, it surprised me because he still looked like he was um he was like able to move like usually ALS what'll happen is it'll completely immobilize you before you pass away but he looked still to be kind of like in the middle stages of that so that that's what really surprised me but incredibly sad to lose him Uh, everybody in the league respected him what do you think Jake as a Leaf fan no that was that was well said Bryce and you know hit that little standing ovation for him not little pretty big actually um, was kind of like a final send-off, final goodbye. No one really knew it was going to be, and it's kind of sad that it was. Obviously, we'd want him here for a lot longer. At age 71, I think it was, that he passed away. It's still pretty early for someone to pass away. Pretty and young. Think, pretty young. Um, like you said, though, he was still like walking and everything, so I understood where you were coming from there. So it just didn't, didn't seem like it was going to happen that soon, and it's sad no. that it did, and I, I think his family is probably very – uh, very, very sad and hurting right now. And my condolences go to them. And you just see how Daryl Sittler reacted um, when he was raising his hands there and he was crying. Um, Daryl Sittler Maybe they knew, too. man. Maybe they, they knew it they, was close. They might have known. They might have known. And they were pretty happy for him. And apparently he was a great player, a great human being. And he's the first Swedish player to be inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's the leading defenseman in points for the Toronto Beliefs. Um, uh, yes, pretty impressive. And he was a Leafs legend. He always will be a Leafs legend. Rest in peace. Of course. Um, yeah, it's just sad. It's always sad to see that happen, especially at a disease like ALS. You just, there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? Incredibly um, random disease. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. they, they can't, sorry for making noise there with my mic. They just can't predict what causes it, why it happens, uh, who's going to get it. That's what makes it so scary. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of the worst things I think that can happen to a person, and uh, you know, I, I you know what though, and I think it it might be. I don't know how to say this. Him passing early on like that is sparing him a lot of the suffering that yeah. ALS will bring you. You know, like it turns you completely immobile, and and you're. It's a huge burden on you and your and your family. So so him passing after getting that ovation and everything like that, you know, I, like I'm I'm just really happy for him, and he doesn't have to go through the, the he horrors. Doesn't have to, that, have to suffer anymore. That, right? He doesn't have to suffer anymore, man. And and like I said, the disease only gets worse. And you know, it, it it's it's just great that they got that that special that special event in for him, so he could you know really experience how much people still love him and, and appreciate him as a player and as a person. So, yeah, 
fantastic career, man. 150 goals scored, 637 assists, 787 wow. points. Wow. For a defenseman. And for a defenseman. And in not even like, like he didn't even play like, well, he did play a long career, but he played from 73, 74 until 89, 90, basically. Yep. Uh, last year was with the Red Wings, uh, but. You know, he'll, he'll always be a leaf. And then he continued on, actually, to play in Sweden, too. Yep. Yeah. So, so. Uh, definitely we lost a legend. The hockey world will always remember him. Um, but, yeah, um, we can, uh, you know, move on now from the sad story of that. Uh, we just thought we should give a condolences to the Salming and his family and his friends and everyone. When a legend like that goes, you got to talk about it. Yeah. First thing, first things first. Um, yep. But we can get into the NHL season here. As we did say, there's a lot of things going on. Um, but I want you guys to, because I'm starting to do this at the beginning of the podcast, where do whatever you can for us. We really appreciate your support and everybody listening right now. Go like, subscribe, share, follow um, our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, we don't have Facebook. <laughs> Are we old? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, Bryce might be a little old, but I'm not. Fa- okay. <laughs> I have Facebook. I don't have. Any, I, do I haven't too. logged in. And I like, use it quite like a bit. Years. Actually. I use it quite. Oh a bit. my god! Yeah, there you go. Maybe I'm old, but uh, Yo, yeah, we've got some huge things coming though. Yeah, I, we can't talk about it yet. We can't talk about it yet. But uh, we we are in the process of arranging our our very first um, sponsor for the podcast. Yes, um, they're a fantastic company. We're really excited to get to work with them. Not a big and deal. I'm Not hoping. Not a big deal. Yeah, I'm hoping in the next episode we can uh, we can do our first, uh, you know, ad read ad read for them and uh, incorporate them more into our podcast because, uh, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just betting that it's going to be a great a great sponsor. <laughs> so I don't know if you, you know, I heard that I heard that pun in there, Bryce. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah get yeah. excited, guys. We're gonna have a you know a sponsorship shoot soon, and uh, hopefully maybe in the next few episodes or next episode. We'll tell you who it is and we'll read one of their ads. And it's a pretty, pretty exciting um, partner that we're partnering with. And Sponsor I, we can incorporate into our conversations exactly. too. You know, it adds another layer into the podcast. So exactly. really excited for that. Um, so, yeah, we're just, we're just arranging some things with them and then uh, it's going to, it's going to be good to go. Yeah. Like I said, um, you know, make sure you uh, follow everything, share this podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, everything's linked below, do what you can. And we really appreciate you guys. And now let's get into the NHL talk. Um, where do you want to start, Bryce? Do you want to start with um, the New Jersey Devils? Like, yeah, what, so we what, talked about the Devils it, last episode. Uh, Devils were on a bit of a heater, and then they rolled into Maple Leaf Town. Or no, it was in it was in, <laughs> it New, was in Jersey New Jersey. That happened, but it yeah. was basically <laughs> Maple Leaf Town. Uh, I feel like the oh, refs were in Maple Leaf Town. That was very Maple Leafy. <laughs> okay, so, okay. New Jersey. Uh, yeah, quest, go start, Okay, start, okay. Yeah, go. Okay, no, okay. You can you can explain what happened, then I'll ask what your opinion is about it. So New Jersey uh, hosts the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, and and essentially, you know, it's a close game, but New Jersey has three goals called back, and a Very lot of rare. a lot of the goals. Yeah, a lot of people are saying you know one or two of them maybe shouldn't have been called back. You know, there's people who obviously agree with it, but. If it wasn't for those goals being called back, New Jersey probably wins, and they'd be on a 16-game winning streak right now because they've won two in a row since then. They beat. Uh, did they beat last night? They beat. Oh, that's a good question. Oh gosh, I watched the highlights. No, no, no. It was Vanacek was unbelievable. 
It was Washington. Uh, yeah, dude. Washington. Vanacek was unbelievable, man. Yeah. The Devils he- are 18-4-0. Yeah, so they would be on a 16-game winning streak because they beat they beat Washington and they beat Edmonton right after Toronto, right? Well, I'm pretty sure so, Jack Hughes got a hat trick as well. Yeah, you know, he did. So, Jack Hughes is becoming that first overall pick that we all thought he was. And yeah, he is. And, and, and so is he, Shea, man. So, yeah. so is he, Shea. Yeah, right? It just took a few years for them to come out of their little shell that they had um, growing those young guys. And I think with the addition with Vanacek and guys like Dougie Hamilton as well, I think they're really established yeah. now. You know, he's they're, always been a good player, man. He's just he's just never he's not a carry. You know, he's not a McDavid. He's not a Matthews. No, he can't, like carry. He was more like a but, um, a prime Jonathan Taze or John Tavares. You know what I mean? I feel like he's that type of player. He's a two way. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And he's got some scoring touch. And 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 yeah, like he needed the rest of the team to catch up. Right. He needed to grow and the team needed to grow. So now exactly. that the team is there, you know, Nico, he can finally play the way. That, that that you know they, the Devils thought he could when they drafted him. Exactly. And so. so my opinion about what happened with that game, I was watching a little bit of it after work. And I, like, in my opinion, I don't know if this is, I'm biased because I'm a Leaf fan, but in the same situation, a lot of it, like the three goals that got called back did make sense. It did make sense why what they were, were they? challenged. Kicking motion? Kicking, Kicking motion. motion? What I else? think two were goaltender interference. Yeah, see, those are always the borderline ones, man. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I maybe get the goaltender interference. The kicking one, honestly. But, but didn't he kick it in off somebody? He kicked it off the goalie's pad. So then what? That that shouldn't be that shouldn't be called back then. I see. I, I didn't get that either. But at the same time, you know, they reviewed it. And, you know, like they didn't just – they reviewed it. They went to the iPad. They looked. They got, you know, the – is it in Toronto that they look at it? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think they're biased. Like they work for the NHL. So, but they went to go review it. They went to the heads to review it. They had a lot of reviews of the play and they still called it no goal. So when you had that many I guess people, that, I, I mean, it, I guess that's a, I guess that's a rule then. If it kicks and then it deflects in off somebody, then it, then it's no goal. Well, like, is that in the rule book? I wonder if, it's the, if there's any kicking motion at all. And that was what initiated it. But, I don't know. Okay, what happens if someone like kicks the puck to go past it to someone and it hits the defenseman? I guess they had to determine if that was the main purpose of the action. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you, it can accidentally be kicked in. They're like, oh, he didn't mean to do that. He was just, you know, playing hockey. This Or they probably determined, no, he meant to kick it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, probably I understand why there. they don't want kicking. Like, I get that. Yeah. Like, you don't want people kicking their skate blades towards the goalie. Like, that makes sense. You know, Malarchuk, yeah. like, hello? But, like, I didn't realize that deflections would apply. Yeah. Like, I thought, think it, would kick, die, I thought right? it had to be kicked kick directly into the net. Yeah, you think, you think it I would th- die? I thought that like was the, the rule. Like, the, you know, the kicking motion rule would die once it hits the goalie's pad. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I thought, like, as long as it's not kicked directly in, it's fair. Like, I, I don't know. And then the goaltender interference stuff, I mean, that is so, like, hard to determine. Like... I yeah. feel like there was some like really comparable goals that that you know were looked pretty similar and counted. So like like goaltender interference, unless it's like really egregious, can always kind of go. That's the way. thing. That's the thing. There's some that have been called that are like nothing like goaltender interference, and some have been called that are uh, like not goaltender or like are that are go- haven't been called that are goaltender interference. 
So, you know, it, I guess it just depends on who's there, who's judging it. And you know, I don't know if it's the perception of the refs or they see something we don't see, you know, like as mm-hmm. the viewer in the, on TV, like they're up and close with it too. So maybe they can see and get the vibe of what, what happened. And at home, we don't really know, right? We kind of see it from a TV. We see it from a lens. Yes, there's different camera angles, but they are right there and they see the intention of players and like what happens and if it is actual goaltender interference. So I just think it's, it's very tough and it's so easy for a team to challenge a goal, but you know, a team has to feel confident in doing that or else they get a penalty themselves. Right. There's all sorts of conspiracy theories right now because the referee is from uh, Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. Apparently the referee played, he was, he used to be a pro professional player. He used to play in the AHL and then like the ECHL. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I guess, uh, you know, obviously he became a ref and then people are using that. That'd be pretty shitty. Like, I don't think that's the case. Like, like if you're an NHL either. referee, I mean, you never know, right? There's no, referees I, like, in the I, NBA I, I that have bet on games, so you never know. Yeah, I feel like corruption is much less common in the NHL. Like, as much yeah. as people want to talk about, like, you know, oh, all these conspiracy theories, the NHL, you know, has it out for certain teams, but... I think, like, when you compare it to, like, the NBA, the MLB, like, I think the NHL is usually pretty fair. Like, referees make mistakes, but I don't think there's any, like, malice behind it. And also, like, the NHL, guys, Devils fans, listen. The NHL loves the fact that you guys are winning like this. Like, if anything, the NHL would have wanted New Jersey to continue the winning streak because it's a great storyline in a market that needs, like, a jump. Yeah. You know, the Devils have been a low attendance team for for a few seasons now because they've been so shit. Yep. But but now that now that you know the the Devils are winning the way they are, like the NHL loves that. Like the NHL would have loved the Devils to continue to be on that winning streak. It's a great storyline. Exactly. Exactly. So, That's a good point. That's a good point to bring up, Bryce. Like it's an American market, right? They're trying to advertise American market in the NHL for hockey, and you know, like that that could have been a factor. Like you know, like. If you know going the other way, if it was called back, like they're saying, oh no, yeah. it was a goal, right? Oh, they're just saying that because they want the American market to strive in the NHL, yeah, right? Like but, it, there's so many aspects and so many angles you can go out of it. You know what I mean? I'm, I, you know, there could have been mistakes made with the reviews, right? Yeah, like, and they could have gone either way. But at the end of the day, like there's no corruption here. Like, no, like no, I no. said, like if there was going to be corruption, it, or if there was going to be corruption, it would have been in the devil's favor because the NHL wants New Jersey to yeah. be like a successful market. So no, I, I so it sucks that I they agree. lost. I wanted them to continue the streak, man. It was a lot of fun. You know, obviously I'm not a Leaf fan, so I don't care if the Leafs win or lose. <laughs> um, but they, you know, they've won two games since, right? They've won two games since that. They're already on another little two-game win streak. They're looking just as good as they were. It hasn't phased them. Jack Hughes with a hat trick last night, like. Yeah, that's crazy. They're good, man. And like, dude, let's talk about Vanacek. Like, what what did Washington let go with him? I don't because know, man. He's like, we say it every episode, man. Like, you cannot predict goalies. No, they no. just they just appear like this. And look at Vanacek. He's playing like if he plays like this all year, he could win the Vesna. Yeah, and you know what, like. Like like you said, you can't predict goalies and how they're going to perform. Watch next season. He could not be as great, right? It's just that's how goaltenders work in the NHL. I think it is a lot of the do that he is on a good team. But he was on a good team in Washington too. But I think maybe it's the right atmosphere for him. And I think it's a little bit of a comeback story where, you know, this team dumped me twice as like Seattle took him. 
And they got him back. Literally. Right? So it could be a little bit of a comeback story. Plus, he wasn't supposed to, I don't think he was supposed to be the starter at first. I think it was Blackwood, right? But Blackwood's always hurt. So him coming in, New Jersey, New Jersey doesn't really need Mackenzie Blackwood, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they hold on to him to, you know, to 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 make sure they can fully trust Vanacek to be a full-time starter. I mean, it happens all the time, right? Where you kind of get some belief in a goalie and then and then all of a sudden they fall apart, you know, a year later. Um yeah. I think it's smart to keep Blackwood, but like Vanacek as of like this season right now, if he continues to play like this, he's the starter no question. Yeah. No question. And he's still pretty young, so. So. Yeah. Um, um, another crazy thing, though, uh, your Vancouver Canucks, Bo Horvat, the captain, 17 goals right behind Jason Robertson right now for 18 goals. How do you feel about that? Bo Horvat's coming out of his shell for some reason, eh? Does he not want to be traded? Is that why? A contract year? I don't know. Could be a contract year. Mm, I see. Um, Bo Horvat's always been a talented goal scorer, but yeah. he's always been forced to play defensive roles. Yeah. Well, he seems like so, a def- is I, he a two way? Bo Horvat is like a Ryan O'Reilly man. Okay, kind of like a power forward two way. It's a valuable. It's player like, to have. yeah, well, Bo Horvat's fantastic. That's why I hate these trade rumors. But to be honest with you, man, the Canucks lately well, are are picking up. They are, and they are, they really are, and you know they're not doing too bad in the standings. Um, obviously, they do have some work to do, but they can definitely, you know come up and they could definitely pass at least they can like you think about it they're they have eight no what how many points do they have they have 19 points they can definitely get past at least la who has 26 points if la goes on a losing streak and they start winning it's still early in the season for that to happen for them and if they need to find their game again where they're not frustrated with everything that they do bruce boudreaux's continuing his great coaching skills with them Pedersen, jt miller Quinn Hughes, all those guys perform. Demko does well. And also, like you said, Spencer Martin is actually pretty good. Um, Very one last night again. Exactly. Played a great game. Should, should have had a shutout, honestly. Exactly. So you Against s- Vegas, the top team in the West. I was actually watching that game for a little bit. Um, it's a pretty good game. And you know what? I think with this, though, if they did need to make a trade, Bo Horvat's value has increased tremendously. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, dude, the Canucks always do this, man. The Canucks right now are three points out of a playoff spot. Yeah. Three points out of a playoff spot. So you can't really justify blowing them up at the moment. No. Right? Because, but but the Canucks are always will they, won't they? You know, what are they? And then, you know, the trend the past few seasons has been not a playoff team, but they, they, they keep close enough all year that the management can never decide whether to blow them up or not. You know what they need? Right? What? A veteran defenseman that has a lot of cap <laughs> what <laughs> we have those yeah i know i was gonna say that's all they sign is <laughs> veteran defenseman with a lot of cap uh or or a, or a fourth line forward a character guy for four million dollars for yeah. five years or or oh, they need to bring louis erickson back how about that yeah one of them right get some own goals on yourself you know you can't be too good would love that that'd yeah. be great for the team right um <laughs> I don't know. Vancouver is in an interesting spot. Three points out. Like, bro, they're top five in the league for power play, man. They're like over 26% now, I think. Yeah. Um, on the power play. You know, they're looking like at the beginning of the season. I think they got a little frustrated, but I think they're, it's looking up for them, you know? And dude, I saw, I saw a projection. Let me see if I can find it. 
So I, I, I saw a projection of Vancouver's top five skaters, right? And their yeah. projected points. I'm going to see if I can find it here. Hold it on. It is pretty high. Um, Yeah, it's actually like the numbers are accurate. Like Vancouver scores a lot of goals, man. Scoring isn't the problem. Well, yeah, okay. You know what? You're right because, I mean, Pedersen has 25 points in 21 games played. That's right, yeah. And then JT Miller has 22 points in 21 games played. They're more than point per game players. Let me find the projection here. Hold on. It was actually really good. How's Kuzmenko doing? Here it is. Good. Okay. So here's the projections, right? Okay. So in 25, in 21 games played, Pedersen has 25 points. He's projected 43 goals, 55 assists. Wow. 98 points. Bo Horvat. Do you see that happening? um, Pedersen? Pedersen, I think, could be a 100-point player. Yeah. Okay. Get this one, man. This one's crazy. Bo Horvat. 21 games played, 17 goals, 6 assists, 23 points. Projected, 66 goals, 23 <laughs> assists. Jeez. He's not he's not hitting 60 goals, guys. I don't know. You know the rate that he's at he's right gonna, now, he could. Yeah, but he's going to he's gonna go through a stretch, man. He's going to go through a stretch where he doesn't, where he doesn't score watch, for a few games, and that'll come him, back down. Watch him win, win the Maurice Richard trophy. Oh, my God. No, I, I, I predict, like, if Bo Horvat, I think if he continues to have a good season, I think Bo Horvat can score 40. For oh yeah, sure. no, yeah, know, no doubt. Be a point per game player. He's almost yeah. there. He's basically halfway there. Yeah, you know. Okay, JT Miller, twenty-one games played, eleven goals, eleven assists, projected forty-three goals, forty-three assists. That's a perfectly good season for JT Miller. W- worth the contract. Worth it. Well, yeah, and you think about it. He had ninety-nine points last year. He can easily do that. He's a great yeah, player. Like JT Miller. Everybody's scapegoating him, like, oh, he's the problem. Like, he's not the problem, guys. No, the problem is the whole team can't hold a lead. He is passionate. If anything, JT Miller is the most passionate guy on that team. You know what I mean? He is. JT Miller, a fantastic. You show anger, you care. You care. So he definitely cares. He gives a shit. It it comes off like he's like, oh, you know, like he's better than everyone. No, he just cares. He wants to to win. Like, he wants to win a Stanley Cup, and I totally get it. You know, he got traded yeah. from, you know, he he was on the Tampa Bay Lightning and, you know, they won a couple cups and he's like, well, shit, I, that could have been me. You know what I mean? Yep. But yep. Who knows? Quinn Hughes, 17 games played, zero goals, 20 assists, projected 92 assists. He's 20 <laughs> assists. He's got 20 right now in 17 games. And no goals. No goals yet. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. He's like eight points away from the record. Oh, the record really? is like 28, yeah, you know, like 28, 28 assists with no goals, I think is the record for the most assists with no goals. Wow. That's, so, that's, that's kind of funny. Uh, those little weird stats in the NHL, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kuzmenko's got nine goals, nine assists. He's projected for a 36 and 36 season. So perfectly good, especially for yeah. that contract. Well, they just got him too. This is his first season. <laughs> like that's here's the other thing too, man. Brock Besser. Brock Besser is on like a 10 game point streak, eh? Oh, really? He's under the radar, man. Brock Besser has played 15 games, three goals, 11 assists, 14 points. So right? I have a question, though. I have a question. Why aren't they winning games? What's the problem? The collapse, bro. Like they, they like I, they get points, but they just lose the games. I won't lie here. OK, so so to be honest with you, man, that Shademko has been really underwhelming. OK, and like I'm I, by no means am I saying the games we've lost are his fault. Yep. But he's not making the huge saves to bail us out that he always has before. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's not a Thatcher Demko problem. That's a team flaw. That but, makes sense. But he's not, he's playing below average. Like he honestly is. 
and 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 you can see the difference when Spencer Martin's in the net, you know, because Spencer Martin is like five and one, dude. Like it's yeah. it's a combination of Demko not playing <clears throat> up to his normal level and not making the huge saves that have won us games before when saves that he had no business making, right? Well, I I swear and then it's I swear like last year or even like before he was the good part of the team and the other team and the other part was struggling. Right. So, so that's the they can't win. But but also, but also, we do lack a defensive structure. Okay. Like we really do lack a defensive structure. Our penalty kill is statistically pretty bad. You have and, you have and, you the know, legend t- Luke Shen on your team. What are you talking about? Luke Shen is great, man. Leads the league in hits. He's fantastic. Yeah. I he's mean, not mobile. No, he's not. He's a he's a, he's pretty much a he's a he's a heavy boy. I'd have to say he's a big concrete block yeah. out there, just killing yeah. things. But, but it would hurt, you know. It hurt if you ran into him. But he's not scoring, going scoring any goals like end to end or anything like that. You know what I mean? Oh, of course not. He he has scored a couple goals, but oh. but no. The problem is 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 a lack of defensive structure, a bad penalty kill, and and it, and and we just we just choke. Like it, the breakdowns are just massive. Like. We'll we'll be winning and then and then guys just get open, dude. Guys that shouldn't be open just get open and then score. And yeah, and it and it leads to us blowing leads, right? It's it sucks. It really sucks because I can see the potential with this team and and how good they are. I mean, bro, you look at Vancouver's top six. I mean, I mean, there's not much in the league that I think is better than Vancouver's top six. No, but yeah, you're right. You are right there. You are right. They have a really good top six, right? And like I'd even say almost as good Top as the Leafs, you know what I mean? Like even maybe even better. Bro, Patterson, Besser, Miller, yeah. Orvat, Mikheyev, Podkols, and Garland, Kuzmenko. Like Well, see, that's better than the stars, I think, and the stars are doing much better than they are. Right. So the problem is obviously like like people are it is the players' fault, but at the same time, it's like why are we so bad defensively? Yep. You know? Yeah, no, I get that, and I, that's probably it's where the problem is. It, the problem isn't isn't the forwards, or like you know, it, it's it's the the you know the ability not to get like the ability to keep goals out of your own net. I think that is a problem. Yeah, and like it is the forwards' fault. Like the forwards, a lot of our forwards are bad in the defensive end. Yeah, like JT Miller has been horrible in the defensive end. Yep. You know, you guys the back check as as much as they score goals too, right? It's not just yeah. like defensemen that are the problem. It's the forwards that do need to be defensive. So it's the wingers not getting the puck out of the corners. It's no. the wingers losing their assignments yep. on the boards. Yep. You know, like our defense is not great, but I don't think it's that bad. It's not that bad. No, no, it's not that bad at Hugh all. Shen, OEL Myers, like that, no. that is not that bad. One like years ago, that would have been like an elite, elite lineup for a defensive core. Right? Yeah, no, they're not. It's not that bad, dude. But you know, it is what it is. No, Did yeah. you see Garland and um and um Marcia so fight last night? No, I didn't. This is too small, dude, guys. They're both like they're, they're both like five foot eight. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, I could have just. I'm picturing it in my head. I'm just. <laughs> oh, dude, look it up later. It's two, so two funny. little two little elves uh, fighting. You know, <laughs> dude. The referees are like like. Both of their heads are coming up to like the linesman's like shoulders. Like the you know, I like that. Like, I like it. I like two small guys going at it, and I think that's pretty cool. And, and they went at it out of anger too, man. Like, yeah. They were pissed. Like, well, like they were pissed at each other, and because so, they were like whacking each other. Honestly, those and guys are pretty fought? gritty. They're pretty gritty. Those two guys. Yeah, 
somebody else fought Dakota Joshua and Zach Whitecloud, maybe. Okay. I can't remember. I think Dakota. I don't remember. I, I, I couldn't tell you. It was that was a more heavyweight standard fight, though. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. Um, who else did we want to mention today? There was somebody else, right? Uh, um, what's his name? Logan Thompson. Right. So we can kind of maybe talk about uh, some Calder Calder favorites. Yep. And to me, there's really only two guys. Well, I can tell uh, you. I can. I can tell you who's in the running for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So the running. The, I, I saw this on the NHL Instagram not too long ago. <laughs> And the running was, it had, um, I was about to say Laurent Broussard, but <laughs> that's totally Laurent Broussard. Uh, Logan Thompson was voted number one, right? Uh, Maddie Beniers, number two. And number three, try to check it here. Shane Pinto, right? Yes, Shane Pinto, you're right. You're right. And yeah. you know what? <clears throat> a little, that's, a, that's a little bit of unusual. The only guy that I would expect from like maybe a year ago would be been years there but i wouldn't expect pinto to be there and i wouldn't expect logan thompson to be there honestly but i think logan thompson really could take it home and the, the success he's had with vegas is unreal and his first i mean i think played a little i, I bit think, in the NHL I think it's year. logan thompson's to lose man yeah well i think logan thompson has been so good the thing is with me i i I think it's a problem where people don't value a rookie goaltender as much as a rookie forward. And that's where you're you right. Know, right. Like that's the thing. Like, have you seen a rookie goaltender win the Calder recently? Not Raycroft? For a while. Yeah. Not for a while. Right. So Raycroft like, and Steve Mason. Yeah. So it's been years, like many years. Right. Too. That, that was the last one. Right. I think so. And we could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you are right. Like Steve Mason. I, I remember getting it. Uh, but that was like I don't I want to say like 07 or something like that. Um but yeah, see so that's why maybe Maddie Beniers, but I really would hope to see Logan Thompson win it. I think he does deserve it. Like coming in, you know, taking over Robin Leonard's spot and doing better than they did last year is insane. I think that is an amazing accomplishment for him. You know, this guy was you know, probably when he was playing for Brock University, he didn't expect to be playing in the NHL one day. He probably thought that's where his days were numbered. But look at him now, starting for the Vegas Golden Knights. Probably going to be their starter for a while, now I'm assuming, after this great season. Probably going to get a nice yeah. contract by them. And hopefully when the Big question mark about Laner then, eh? <sighs> yeah, I think What happens Laner, with Laner? Well, see, Laner is a good goaltender. I just think he deals with a lot of injuries, right? And, and a lot of... And a lot of st- extra stuff too man yeah he's like got a lot of problems yeah distractions yeah yeah, yeah. so for we'll sure see with him i don't know um last goalie to win it was steve mason in 2009 2009 okay before yeah. that 2004 was andrew raycroft yeah and then 2001 was Evgeny Nabokov. so it was only three goalies in the history of nhl well no 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 oh there's more um oh yeah broder 94 okay. bell 491 okay okay um Okay, in the 2000s, in the 2000s. Was Barrasso a goalie? Tom Barrasso? I don't know. It's a good question. I think he... I'm too... I'm Bryce. I'm too young to know that. Okay, Jake. <laughs> Even though... Yes, he was a goalie. Okay. Okay? <laughs> I've heard that name before. I've heard that name before. Yeah. Eric Vi? No. Um, that is Potvin. Okay, that He's makes goalie, sense. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ken um, Dryden. Yeah, goalies win it once in a while, but yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's been know, a while. Now values like high scoring guys. You know, Tyler Myers won the Calder in 2010. <laughs> how many points did he get in 2010? I don't know. How would he? How would he even win the? Compared to now, like I'm not saying he's rookie a bad year, defenseman. dude. Oh, 2009, 2010 rookie season, 82 games played, 11 goals, 37 assists, 48 points. Oh shit! Tyler Myers is good. Wow. Tyler Myers is actually good. Like, people poop on him all the time. But, bro, Tyler Myers, like, there's moments when he's out there. Man, I read the Canucks subreddit a lot, man. And and whenever something Tyler Myers happens, right? Like, you know, everybody calls him the, the chaos draft. Well, you know because... what? You know what? He started his career in Buffalo. Let's remember that. And that's yeah. not a lot of success there. Also, he's a big guy. So he's not going to be putting up a lot of points. He's six foot eight. Is he the second tallest in the NHL? He is the tallest. Oh, he in the is because ta- Char's not in it anymore, right? Yeah. Wow. Six eight, six foot eight, and two hundred twenty nine pounds. Like, I don't. And he and he got forty eight points that in his rookie year. That's pretty impressive, right? And like and that look, is the high his highest point total ever is those 38, 48 points. Yeah. But you look He's at last year between twenty and thirty his whole career. Yeah, but last year he got only eighteen points, but he was a plus fifteen, which I think is sometimes On more a valuable. Shit, team, dude. Yeah, I think it's more valuable than actually, you know doing like you know getting the plus better plus minus wow. and getting some points sometimes because they're like, not they're, he their causes not. chaos man yeah. like he does like he gets out there and sometimes it's like what is happening and tyler Myers is like just flying around everywhere like he takes a lot of bad penalties like a lot of minors but he's got a huge stick so like that's gonna happen but like at the end of the day man tyler Myers is a good defenseman you know he might yeah. be a little bit expensive but he's a good defenseman he is oh for sure like and he's a right d and that's very valuable in the NHL these days, a right defenseman. Yeah. But um, well, how are we even talking? Oh, yeah, the Calder. Uh, Calder. Um, yeah, yeah, probably Thompson. <laughs> you think Logan? I'll say Logan Thompson, too. I think, yeah, I think Ben Yers is having a good right. year, but. Yeah. yeah. It's too early in the season Man. for that, uh, you know, the same Maddie Ben Yers. Like, I think he's actually doing pretty decent. I think he's picked it up after a little slump he was in. Um, but I think he, he definitely could, too. And he's a great player. The Kraken are twelve and five, and that is such a scam. Yeah, the Kraken what is going are not on? that good. Yeah, the Kraken I mean, are not that Vancouver, good. You see Vancouver. You see Vancouver. Like, what the hell? Like, what's the difference? The West is terrible, man. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, There's like four teams in the West that are just gimme wins, bro. Arizona, San Jose, Chicago, Anaheim are gimmies, bro. And Vancouver right. sometimes. You're right. Like, like. Minnesota's average. Calgary's been slumping. Nashville, average. St. Louis is just now figuring it out. Edmonton's been pretty freaking average lately. Yeah. LA is another one of those teams, man, that that it's up there in the standings right now, but don't deserve to be. No. Yeah. And, you know, it's weird seeing those teams up in the standings, too. It just doesn't look right to me, especially this is being Seattle's last uh, second year. And compared to last year, like, they were dog shit, so and they did I, not get that much better. Yeah, I don't think anything really changed with that team, and like you know, Shane Wright wasn't working out with them, so we could talk about that leading, like coming off from this, as they like we were talking about the last episode. How helpful would it be to put Shane Wright in the AHL? And look what they did. Oh right, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So they well, they so found a loophole great. around it. Uh, Bryce, here's you can the thing. It. Yeah, so this is cool. So I, I might be explaining this a little bit wrong, but this is the gist of it. So basically, Seattle does not want to send Shane Wright back to the minors because Seattle does not like the Kingston Frontenacs. Yep. Okay, apparently there's something there about the Kingston Frontenacs that Seattle doesn't like. So what they're doing 
is with all like the breaks coming up, the holidays and blah, blah, blah. They're sending Shane Wright down for a conditioning stint in the AHL. So he's going to get to play some AHL games. And then what the theory is, is after he's done his conditioning stint, I think the movement, um, the like the movement window opens in the OHL and they can get Shane Wright off Kingston and onto a team that they like better. Yeah, no. And yeah, like, like you said, so I think it's a smart move. I think it's a really smart move that they decided to do that. And they actually looked into it. And I think they really care about his development. And they realized that it was maybe hurting his game, being scratched. Uh, scratched, Watching watching from the press box, not playing hockey. And he needs to be playing hockey games to get better, not sitting around, right? It's literally experience. He needs experience. And the AHL is a great place for that. And even if it's just for a little while, because you said it's like they put him on a conditioning stint, um, quote, you know, conditioning stint. Um, but, you know, even those few games that he's – or that that little time he's going to spend in the AHL, he's going to learn a lot during that. And he's going to learn a lot of guys that have been in the NHL or have been in the AHL for a while and really, you know, exceed his game there. And he, he – look, he scored a goal. Learn what it takes to be a pro. Yeah. Exactly. He scored a goal and he looks like he's actually pretty happy there, I think, because he's playing hockey, which he needs to do. And they they, they talked about him dominating the OHL. Um, I think the OHL is probably easier to dominate than the AHL, most likely. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting hit by men every day. Like you're, it's a fast game in the OHL, right? Like hitting is not the main thing in there. It, there is hitting, but it's it's not as much. As the AHL, where hitting is a big component for you to come very, up to the very NHL. Very much still a grinders league. Very much yes, still a grinders yes, league. Yes, a down tough there. guys yeah. league. And if he can get used to that, he can get used to the NHL and exceed the NHL and tear up the NHL. You know what I mean? And uh, you know yeah, what? He's got to get a step up on those guys first. Well, the reasoning I think he didn't do so well is that you know, like how COVID, you know, kind of ruined his year in the OHL and he wasn't playing hockey. He didn't go overseas or anything, right? So Which I should have done. Yeah, he should have done that, and he would have went through this step already. But you know what? He didn't, so they're going through the steps now, playing in the men's league in the AHL, and he's getting that experience that he'll need, right? And, you know, and I, I, like right now, I wouldn't, I, now I know why maybe he didn't go fourth, he didn't go first overall, and he went fourth overall, right? Maybe teams saw this happening. And, well, we talked about it last episode, man. Um, you know, a lot of the hype carried over from his 16-year-old season, his rookie year yep. in the OHL. Yep. And it just wasn't – he just – what he never lit that league up, you know? Yep. I low-key like the Coachella Firebirds or whatever. Coachella, Coachella Valley Firebirds jerseys actually pretty sick. Have you seen them? Is that who they play for? Yeah, it's the Coachella Valley Firebirds. That's the name of the, their AHL team. Where are – oh, oh. Coachella oh, Valley. Shit. I think that's cool. I think it's one of the coolest AHL teams that there is. Right? And oh, those are sick jerseys. Right? right? Like, it looks like they put a lot of effort into those jerseys. <laughs> and he looks pretty good. Are they, a, are they a new team or did they move them from yeah, somewhere? Yeah, they're, they're a new team. They're a new team. I'm pretty like sure they're an expansion they are a new team, team in the AHL? Yes, yes, they are. I think they came along oh. with, you know, like how Henderson Golden Knights were an expansion team? They were, it. yeah, they were as well. Hold on, I yeah, just, I just want to see Wikipedia. Yeah, they are. You're right. Yeah, 
I think it's a cool logo, actually. It's pretty nasty. It's a sick logo, man. Yeah. It's actually pretty Dan yeah. Bilesma's the head coach. Oh, no way. That's a good head coach to have, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, holy shit. That is a really good head coach to have. Um, he's gonna learn a lot there. He's definitely gonna learn a lot. And I'm I, I like that move for him. And he seems to be happy with it. You know what I mean? You see him, he's scoring goals down there, and he's doing the right things. And I think he sees that happening too. So good for Shane Wright. You so know. wait, 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 wait. But located. <laughs> Hold on. Do they play in the Climate Pledge Arena? They might. Coachella. Yeah, so they they play they play in Seattle right now. Oh, really? Because their arena is still under construction. Hmm. Okay, so he's playing in the same arena. Yeah, dude. Actually, I'm looking at some of the uh, the the Tickets? renderings of the proposed venue that they're building. It's oh, yeah. it's it's nice. Man, where do they get all this money? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. For an HL isn't team, like, isn't it, isn't it like Amazon money? I guess so. Honestly, who, yeah, you're who right. owns the Kraken? I, I don't know who owns it, but I know Amazon's sponsorship. I'm pretty sure. Isn't it the well, the Climate Pl- Pledge Arena? That's Bezos, right? Like, I, I think so. I don't know. That's a good question. Them? Dave Bonderman. <laughs> Man, I got already owner David Bonderman. Does does Marshawn Lynch? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty Jack sure he's a part owner Bezos in uh, Seattle. But uh, Jeff Bezos just bought the naming rights to the arena. No, I see. That. I see. Yeah. OK. Um. So to end this off today, do you want to do you want to just go through some of the, the league leaders? Yeah. And statistics. I think, a, I think it's and, a good idea. Yeah. Let's have a look and see. Maybe predict kind of who's going to be able to hang on to these. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, okay. you know it can easily change throughout the season. Yeah. So okay. So you want me to go? You want to go? Go yeah, ahead. I'll, yeah. I'll go, go ahead. Um. So we'll start with the skating leaders. So points wise, um, right now our, our top five. I'll I'll say right now is Connor McDavid with thirty six, Jason Robinson with thirty five, David Pasternak with thirty two points, Leon Drysaddle with I know right. Leon Drysaddle with thirty two points and healthy Nikita Kucherov with thirty one points. Who do you think's yeah, getting bumped. And, and, and honorable mention here: Eric Carlson with thirty yeah. points and six. Yeah, he should be up there. He should be like honestly, he needs to be traded and get out of that dog shit fire, whatever you can call them, San Jose Sharks right now. He needs to move. He needs to be on a playoff I, team, win a cup. I think it's an easy uh, it's an easy prediction to say that Connor McDavid will win will win the points race. Yep. Um just because McDavid's McDavid. But I just want to say, man, Jason Robertson, uh, real deal, has arrived. Top top 10 player in the league. No question in my mind. He is a very good player. Well, a lot of people were questioning his contract, right? But he's proving it. He's proving it this year. Oh, it's sure. a bargain now. Oh, yeah. It's not even, it's like it's 7 mil something. That's perfect for him. Perfect. Yeah. I so take you've it. Got, so you, do you have McDavid winning as well? I do too. I think McDavid's a given. I don't think any of these guys can pass him. I mean, we dry saddle, but that's about it. You know what I mean? Because just because okay, he plays. So, so goals. Some yeah. of the same names up here. Uh, Jason Robertson leads the league with eighteen goals. I mean, dude, they, he could win. He could win the Rocket, man. Where's Matthews? It's not on this list. No, Matthews is struggling this year. I don't know what's going on. You know, a guy that's Matthews. actually doing good is John Tavares, though. 
Um, yeah, John Tavares is he's twenty five. He is tenth. Yeah, with twelve. Uh, exactly. Oh, he's tied for eighth. So um, where is Matthews? Down here. I think yeah. he only has. Uh, like there's nine a whole or bunch goals. of players. Oh yeah, he's got ten goals. So there's a whole bunch of players who have ten. Yeah, but you know what? It's Matthews, right? Like you expect him to win Rocket Richard trophies. Like he had sixty goals last year, right? Like this is not like yeah. him at all. I think he's had maybe having a little bit of an off season or maybe an off start at least. I want to say. Um, could he be injured? So he injured? He could be. Maybe he's not performing because yeah. he's you know struggling a little bit. Remember that he had those wrist issues years back. Yeah. Right. Anyways, so Jason Robertson leads with eighteen. Then you have Bo Horvat talked about earlier in the podcast yeah. second place was 17 okay <laughs> and then mcdavid 16 pasternak 14 ranton and 13 there's a bunch of players who have 13 goals and then i think i think a guy yeah tage thompson's a guy to uh, honorable mention honestly this yeah. guy is a <laughs> this guy's a force to be reckoned with in the nhl now he's a first line center in the nhl for me yeah you know okay assists assists bro oh i think Matthew also parse hell i think i think uh um, I think Bo Horvat will get the Maurice Rocket Richard trophy. Oh no, he won't. No shot. No, don't even say well, that. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I'll look at don't even pump, don't even pump my tires like that. I have to. I have to say that. He's not. I mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, this is when I wish we had <laughs> our be sponsor because nice. we could because we could we could look at we could look at a yeah well, maybe an odd or something you know but maybe you know we're waiting Intent. we're waiting wink, on wink. that I mean that could be I mean. Well, we don't need the sponsor to talk about it, man. Dude, imagine you bet on Bo Horvat right now to win the Rocket. You'd probably win some money. For sure. Nah, I don't know. He's not, nah, dude. Jason I, Robertson, I, I, Big I David. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I have a feeling the hockey I mean, gods are talking to me. I'll remember. Dude, if you're right, I would love that. Okay, how about you owe me 100 grand? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but you're not seeing a lot of usual suspects up here, man. Like, uh, you know, McDavid's here, but, like, you know, there's no Matthews, no Stamkos. It's for um, assists, you're saying? Uh, I went back to goals. But yeah, oh, no, assists. Okay, do you want to talk about assists? You can talk about it because I don't have it on my screen. I mean, the, there's no award that gets tied to assists, right? But Matt Barzell has 23 assists. Yeah. Does he have like two goals? Yeah. So he's just getting the assists. So he's like Quinn Hughes right now. I got to look up the stats. Matt. Assists are pretty tight. Like you see, you see in the NHL right now, they're, all the assists are pretty tight. Like there's... Like the top five guys are basically around the twenties. No, Two goals, twenty three assists. That's insane. Um, but they, McKinnon's there too, though. McKinnon only has six goals and twenty two assists, right? Yeah, but McKinnon's Kucherov, not scoring much either. You know, Kuch, uh, actually, Mitch Marner. Maybe Mitch Marner's winning this because right now he's on a sixteen uh, point streak, sixteen game point streak. And apparently, that's the third, third in NHL. Or something like that. Third longest in NHL point streak in NHL history. So I can see Mitch yeah. Barner doing that. Um, he's definitely an assist guy. Six goals as well. You know, he's more points than he has games played. Twenty-seven points in twenty-three games played. I think he. I think my pick is Mitch Barner to win that. And I think Mitch Barner's having a better season than Austin Matthews this year. I'll call that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he is. For right? sure. But. Okay. Uh, defenseman. So yeah. you want to just go over like maybe a potential Norris candidate? Yeah, let's do that. Um, right now, it's looking to Eric Carlson for me. I mean, yeah, I, I I don't know what the rest of his season is gonna look like, but 
right now it's looking really good in my opinion. What could, do you think? I, could you give the Norris to to a guy on a team that bad? Like wouldn't a Norris know, entail I that know. you help you help your team win as a defenseman? Yeah, like like uh Kale McCarr. Or Rasmus Dahlin, if Buffalo plays better. But see, like is Buffalo even that good too? No, not really. They're like Dougie Hamilton, how is he doing? Is good. He, doing? he could win it. Six goals. Yeah, I mean, it just kinda I don't feel like anybody's really taken over yet. No, I mean, I like the, there's the a lot po- of good defensemen. Points wise, is you know Carlson, but at the same time, you said like you said he has a bad, he's on a bad team, he's not on a good team, he's not yeah. winning anything. You know, the only thing he would win is a Norris. So. Petrangelo is having a great year. He you could know? win it like, too. He's a, he's on a great team. I mean, I think it's going to come down to like Carlson could be in there, but like Carlson, Darlene, Box, Makar. Dougie Hamilton. I mean, Carlson could um, get traded. Like I know you're saying that contract isn't insane, but. So they, you know, it's the NHL. They know how to work things around. They know how to work it out. So they yep. possibly could trade him and he could be on a championship winning team. You never know. Right. Another guy that's having a great season, a great season on a, on a pretty good team is Josh Morrissey. Yeah, you're right. I picked him up for fantasy and he has been treating me pretty well. I have to say he's like, and he puts up points. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, he, he's physical. You know, Josh Morrissey's fantastic. He's a small guy too, actually. So I think so. Or smaller built, at least smaller built. Um, but yeah, he can definitely put up points. He's more he's he, he has that offensive um, taste, as you can say, in him. <laughs> it's an interesting word choice there, but um, yeah. <laughs> interesting taste to him. But he also has a defensive like style, too. Right. A good, good two way guy. But he, he is, you know, that small build of him makes him a little faster. He's a nice shot. So I can see that too. You never know, right? Like Mark Giordano didn't win it too long ago either, right? And it's just, it's, it, I think for defensemen, it has to come down to the end of the season. I think sometimes defensemen can have great starts and then slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause they're just not as high as forwards when they come to points. Exactly. But yeah. Um, okay. Goaltenders. Uh, we can, I'll just talk about like the tops in each uh, statistic. Then we can maybe talk about maybe a guy who could, who could be pushing for the Vesna. Okay. So number one in save percentage and goals against average is Linus Allmark. Yeah. Linus Allmark, dude. Yeah. Um, Huge season. Yeah, and I think the move to Boston, you know, coming from Buffalo, was a like it. It worked out very well for Boston, and you know they brought back Tuka Rask. Like, was that last year? Uh, yeah, Ooh. yeah, mm, yes, might have been. Yeah, and you know what? Turn out not to work out. Good thing. I'm not good thing he retired, but oh man, I need a coffee after this. But not a good thing he retired, but you know, good thing for Boston that Linus Olmark is actually performing. And I mean Swayman's a good young goaltender too, but I think Olmark still is the main guy there. And he's the older goaltender. Olmark is the guy. Yeah, and he's he's proven it. I mean, two point zero zero goal against average. Um yeah. And then he has uh, 13 wins and one loss. This guy hardly loses. He he just wins, right? His save, and, save percentage is nine three five. Oh, that's a that's a solid save the, percentage for a starting goaltender. And then the guy in second, uh, Vanacek, bro. Same I, kind of I, same kind of stat line. I low key think Vanacek's gonna win the Vesna, just because that's, it's possible. Uh yeah, just because New Jersey's so dominant, and this winning streak that they're on right now is insane. 
He's only lost two. Vanacek has a point nine two three and a two oh five save uh, goals yep. against average. Like Vanacek is right there. Yeah, Vanacek is my pick for the Calder definitely. Yeah, he, that's. A, I mean, that's a dark horse pick for sure. I'll tell you my pick or Calder. You mean Vesna? Yeah, Vesna. Oh, did I say Ve- did I say? Yeah, I'm so confused, man. So, so Allmark, I think, is a really easy pick for the Vesna. Like, so I could say Allmark, but yeah. I actually think a guy that's flying under the radar a little bit, and maybe more people need to be paying attention to, is Elias Roken. You're right. You are right. The Islanders are doing good because of him too. Right. Um, yeah. Sorokin's he, having a great he's right, season. He's right there with, um, you know, Allmark and Vanacek. He's a better save percentage yep. than Allmark yeah. as well. Where, like, where's Shesterkin, bro? He's not here. Like, he's no. not here. No. He's literally number 11. And his save percentage is 914. It is better. But at the same time, he's not getting those wins. I mean, and he's 12th in, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, in goals is. against average. That's probably where that's why he's so low. Right. And yeah. I don't, you know, I think uh, Sorokin is. I, you don't see like is is this backup Varlamov? Yes. Yeah, and you know I think Varlamov was a starter, but Sorokin's definitely you know come in and said no, that's me. Another and, guy too that that's proving the doubters wrong. Uh, Gorgiev. Gorgiev. Yep. Yeah, man. Did you see him when he won against his old team? He was ecstatic. Yeah. And I always yeah, thought Gorgiev, Gorgiev could be a starter, starting goaltender. He just needed to be on the right team to prove it. I don't think he was given the opportunity on the Rangers. So, um, and Colorado is a great team too. I mean, the, the Colorado was struggling a little bit, but I think they're coming back to their original form as a championship winning team. So, so where is Kemper? <laughs> is Kemper hurt? Kemper's, he's do, I don't know. He's doing okay though. He's seventeen and no, sorry, seven and nine, nine fourteen yeah. save percentage, two point six goals. I mean, like that's okay. I rather Vanacek. Dude, it's the Colorado effect, man. It is. <laughs> like they take they take average goalies and and make them a monster for a season, and then and these goalies go out and get paid because teams think they're good, and, and then, then they're average. They come back down, they're average, right? Yeah. yeah. Except for Grubauer, who's just terrible. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Grubauer is garbage, complete garbage. <laughs> sorry, Grubauer, but it's you just, were. Sorry, sorry. Martin God. Jones is oh. taking your job, buddy. Martin Jones oh. is. Ta- That's another goaltender in the same situation. <laughs> oh God. Oh, he's so good. He's so, so good. Then he then he just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Common trend for the NHL. Oh, goalies are so funny, dude. Oh, the funniest, uh, especially character. when they shove the net up the, the moorings three times in a game, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, good old Matt Murray. Good old Matt, Matt Murray. Matt right, Murray is the most interesting goaltender in the NHL. You guys heard Jake say at the beginning of the podcast, make sure you follow us on all of our socials. Uh, check out the YouTube once in a while for some new content. I actually am going to be uploading a series pretty soon here uh, that I'm excited to do. Uh, and Jake's going to be getting back into the NHL soon enough once, uh, once you know, he gets free of college. Free. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, guys, like I said, YouTube, uh, Obviously, you're listening to this on Spotify, but we also have uh, Apple Podcast if uh, if that's easier for you. And uh, follow us on TikTok, you know. So yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, uh, like Bray said, everything's linked below. Whatever you want to do, help us support us. Um, and you know, like Bray said as well, we're having a new partnership coming soon, and hopefully, we'll be able to announce that soon. And we're pretty excited to bring them like on and adver- or just advertise them on our podcast. And yeah. I think you guys will like it too. And I think it will benefit you guys as well, this partnership. So that's why we kind of like it as well. 
So stay tuned yeah, for it, that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. exciting things. Right. Exciting. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. Peace.